Hi, and welcome to our podcast at Elim Life Church. We're really praying that you would be impacted by God's word as you listen today. If you've got any stories of answered prayer or you'd like to get in touch in any way, please contact us via our website, www.elimlifechurch.co.uk. God bless. You know, today, in many ways, is really surreal. Oh, today is really surreal because here I am preaching um, in this building after having spoken in this building for uh, four months. What is even more surreal is the first time I ever spoke in this building was 20 years ago. And here I am on my final two Sundays, as it were, being able to declare God's word to you uh, once again. You know, before we move, before we make the transition to move over to Rugby Elim to uh, pastor the church down there, you know, over 20 years, as you can imagine, many things have changed during that period. Many different things have taken place for which we give God thanks and praise for. You know, one of the things, though, that I'd have to say hasn't changed, and that is the cry of my heart, the longing that I really believe that God has placed right in the very depths of my being. And here we are 20 years on, and there's still a longing, there's still a cry within my heart. And 20 years ago, as I stood in this building and I declared the word of God, in many ways I began to reveal the cry that God had placed within me, the longing that God had placed in my depths of my being. You know, the amazing thing is that I know there are people today who are still part of Elim Life Church, who 20 years ago sat in this building as I preached that first sermon. And as I thought about what I was going to speak on on these two final Sundays, I really felt within my spirit that I should take us back 20 years, as it were. I know I've aged, you've aged too. But take us back and reflect on those two sermons I preached all those years ago. You know, I have to say that it wouldn't have surprised me one little bit if no one remembered those two sermons. I have to be honest, sometimes I can't remember what I preached a week ago, never mind 20 years ago. And therefore, it really surprised me this week because I received a card. And the card was from somebody in the life of the church here. And there's some words that they wrote, but these are the words they wrote in that card. And it says here, I was recently reading Exodus 33 when I came to verse 15 and Moses said to the Lord, if your presence does not go with me, do not carry us up from here. Moses, a man that dreaded going forward without God's presence. The card goes on to say, I seem to remember you're basing your first sermon around this at Warren Road, Jonathan. I couldn't quite believe that somebody could remember what I spoke on that first Sunday 20 years ago. As I spoke from that great passage script, and hopefully lots of you got your Bibles open right now, Exodus chapter 33 and verse 12, where it says there that Moses said to the Lord, you've been telling me, lead these people, but you've not let me know whom you will send with me. You have said, you know by name, and you have found favour with me. If you are pleased with me, teach me your ways so I may know you 
and continue to find favour with you. Remember that this nation is your people. The Lord replied, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Then Moses said to him, if your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish me and your people from all the other people on the face of the earth? And the Lord said to Moses, I would do the very thing you've asked because I am pleased with you and I know you by name. Then Moses said, now show me your glory. You know, in those verses there, we really see the cry of the heart of Moses. And the truth is, as I stood in this building all of those years ago, I really based my heart, my longing on the cry of Moses, where he said those amazing words, where he cried out to God. You know, this was a cry that was in the heart of Moses, a man who God had chosen to lead the people, the Israelites, out of slavery in Egypt. What an amazing deliverance God had brought about for all of the Israelite community. Not only as they were able to be, leave Egypt and come out of captivity and bondage and to come out, but also as they were led through the Red Sea. As they saw some incredible battles that were won, some victories that were accomplished. God had done some amazing things. He provided manna that came down from heaven. He'd even caused water to come from a rock. And yet here we are in, in chapter 33, where things are beginning to change a little bit because of the Israelites' disobedience to God. And as the people were disobedient to God, there was something within them that began to cry because God said to them in verse 3, I will not go with you. What a thing for the people of God to hear. I will not go with you because of your disobedience, because of the way that you've gone against me. I will not go with you. And therefore there was distress that filled the hearts of these people as they began to mourn, as they began to cry at that point in their lives. Can you imagine the heaviness that Moses must have felt as he entered the tent of meeting, the place that he met with God? And here he was meeting with God, speaking to God with the heaviness of what God had just said. And it's here that Moses begins to cry out to God. And he says there in verse 13, he says, teach me your ways. Teach me your ways. There was a cry in the heart of Moses for God to lead him in his ways. You know, Moses truly wanted to know God in a greater measure. He really wanted to know what it was to continue to find favour with God, this God who'd been with him in the past, the God who showed him the way to lead the people of God. There was a cry within him that says, God, I really want you to teach me your ways. I really want to know what it is to find favour with you. Moses wanted a greater and a fuller understanding of the ways of God. He wanted to know the ways of God. He wanted to know God himself. I want to say that all these years on, there's a cry within me. 
And I hope there's a cry within every single one of us, a cry that says, God, we want you to teach us your ways. Teach us your ways so that we may know you more, that we may experience more of your favour upon our lives. You know, it's as we know God's ways and we walk in them that we draw closer to God. And the desire of God for every single one of us, for Elim Life Church, is that you would be a people that walk in the ways of God, that you don't conform to the pattern of this world, but you're transformed by the renewing of your minds, that you walk in the ways of God. And my prayer today is that for all of us, there would be a cry, there would be a longing, the cry of our hearts would be, God, will you teach us your ways? You know, the great thing is that Jesus made a promise. It's found in John 14, verse 26, where it says there about the Holy Spirit who was to come. He will teach us all things and remind us of everything that Jesus said. I'm so glad that God hasn't left us on our own, but God has sent his Holy Spirit to not only teach us his ways, but to show us the way as we walk in step with him. May we be a people who continually cry out to God, God, teach us your ways. May we walk in the ways of everlasting. God, teach us your ways. You know, Moses' cry was not only, God, teach us your ways, but also it was simply this, God, grant us your presence. Grant us your presence. Verse 15, Moses said there, if your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. What a cry there was within Moses. He was a cry that was birthed out of what God has said. I'm not going to go with you. I'm going to send an angel. But Moses was saying, don't just send an angel with me. God, I need to know your presence. Moses didn't want to go anywhere without the presence of God. But because it's of the presence of God that had captured his heart as a, as a younger man, it, it's his presence that had been with him all of the days of his life. And he was saying, now, God, do not send us up from here unless your presence goes with us, goes with me. Moses knew that it was the presence of God that would distinguish him and the people of God more than anything else. I want to say to us today that there is no substitute for the presence of God. That there's a cry within me, even as I move on, God, do not send me, do not send my family, do not send us up from here unless your presence goes with us. For the life of his church here, there's a cry, I'm sure, within the people of God that says, God, we don't want to move forward unless we have your presence. There is no substitute for the very presence of God. Like Moses, our attitude should therefore be, if you go, we go. But if you stay, we stay. We don't want to walk out of step of the presence of God. 
but rather we want to live in the reality of God's presence. And not only live in it, but be carriers of the very presence of God who dwells within us by the power of his Holy Spirit. And I'm so glad that the promise of God to every single one of us is that he will never leave us that he will never forsake us, that he will always be with us. And it's a promise for every single one of us. But there's a cry within us that says, God, we want to know your presence. God, grant us your presence. May we always know the closeness of God's presence because it's the presence of God that distinguishes us. It's the presence of God that really sets us apart for him in order for him to do amazing things in us and through us. It's the presence of God. And so Moses' cry was, God, teach me, teach us your ways. God, grant me, grant us your presence. And then he goes on for the third cry of his heart that is revealed in verse 18, where he says this, now show me your glory. Moses was crying out, show me your glory. He was asking that not only would him and the people of God know what it was to walk in the ways of God, not only to know what it is to know the presence of God in around about them, but Moses was really saying, I want to know a tangible manifestation of your glory, a tangible manifestation of your presence being worked out here on earth. He wanted a visual re revelation of God's very being, of his very nature and of his very presence. God, I want to see your glory. I want to experience the manifest sense of your presence here on earth. You know, for Moses on that day, God granted to him what he asked. He showed him some of his glory as Moses stood in a place of safety in the cleft of the rock. In verse 34, sorry, chapter 34 and verse 5, it, it says there that the Lord came down in the cloud and stood there with him and proclaimed his name, the Lord. And he passed in front of Moses, proclaiming the Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands and forgiving wickedness, rebellion and sin. I love that God revealed to Moses his very character by speaking those words out as he came so close to Moses on that day. It was amazing. You know, throughout time, there's been some people who history records, the word of God records of people who really experienced something of the glory of God. They saw something of the glory of the very presence of God. I think of Isaiah. It says in Isaiah chapter 6, in the, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and lifted up and the train of his robe filled the temple. It was a manifestation of the glory of God. And on that day, Isaiah was a man who was completely and absolutely changed because he saw something of God's glory. 
I think of Paul or Saul as he was, and he was on the road to Damascus, and again he was struck by something of the manifest sense of the glory of God. He was never, ever the same again. I think of a man by the name of Evan Roberts who was used mightily by God in the Welsh revival, again in a place called Luchach. He was a man who experienced something of the glory of God as God came down and manifested his presence. And 20 years ago, I stood in this very building and I revealed the cry of my heart. And all these years on, even the card says about the kind of passion and the desire within me has always been there. God, we want you to teach us your ways. We want you to know your presence. We want a manifestation of your glory. And we've seen so much, but I believe there's so much more to come. And I want to encourage us as individuals, as a corporate group of people to keep on walking in the ways of God, to keep on saying, God, grant us your presence and may there be a greater manifestation of your glory in our individual lives, in our corporate life, in his church, in his community. God, we long to see your glory. You know, just right now, I'm going to pause and I'm going to lead us in prayer. But I just wonder, can we pause wherever we are right now in your home, in this building that I'm in right now? I want to pause and give you a chance just to reveal your heart before God. And maybe for some people, you've, you've kind of walked on your own way, but it's time to come back and walk in the ways of God. God, teach us your ways. For some of us, maybe we've neglected the presence of God, but it's the presence of God that distinguishes us. And there's be a cry that comes up from the depths of our being that says, God, grant us your presence. God, show us your glory. I'm going to pray right now. Father, I just thank you that you are such a loving, gracious, heavenly Father. And Father God, I thank you for the longings of Moses' heart and thank you for the longing of so many people's hearts in the past, the cry that was birthed in the very depths of their being. And Father God, you see every single one of our hearts today. And God, I pray for each and every single one of us that God would always walk in your ways as you teach us your ways. That God would always know your presence and God that would always in a greater measure, experience your glory, a manifestation of your very presence where we know what it is for you to reveal more of your character, more of your nature, more of who you are here on earth in order that we may be those people that bring transformation to our world because of the way that we encounter you. Father, I pray this for every single one of us. In the name of Jesus, amen.